Kuf Yud Zayin. So we're learning that to really daven requires a, ch- a very dramatic change in our way of looking at what the davening is. Instead of seeing Tfila as a way to as a way to to um, help us along through our lives, especially when there's some God forbid some desperate situation that we need davening to be helped by Kadosh Baruch Hu. That way of that way of looking at davening saps our davening of all of of all of its kayach, all of its and all of its potential. Because the true way to see davening, as we're learning, the true way to understand davening is that there's no true kinyin that a person can make. There's nothing that a person can, that a yid, this Hashem is made us. That there's nothing that we can have in life. To truly have without tefillah, and that's that. That's a completely di- different way of thinking. Well, we always were thinking about getting help from Hashem, asking Hashem for help. It's not just getting help from Hashem. It's there is nothing that we can have without tefillah. The problem is that it looks to us like like that's not the case because <coughs> those things we don't see the results of davening. We don't understand that. And the seichel, even though the seichel says everything is tefillah, but the heart doesn't say that. So that's what we were learning. That that tefillah, let's just that last paragraph on page Kuf Yud Zayin, the paragraph that, not the last one, the paragraph that starts with the word tefillah. Tefillah b'china shaliyad, base kibble, so this is where we end the last week. Tefillah is the hand, the base kibble, to receive what somebody is giving you, like that Moshe that he brought. If you go someplace and you buy you, you, you buy you, you, uh, a bottle of you buy a bottle of water or something, a soda, and the guy and the guy sticks out his hand to give you the bottle, and you pull your hand away and it falls on the ground. Davening is the davening is the hand that's reaching out to receive what Hakadosh Baruch Hu has to give you. In Ein Yad Mekabelas. If you don't reach out your hand, there's nothing to accept the bottle from the from the from the from the guy in the store, and all the bottles are going to fall on the ground. The person will have nothing to drink. And the kudushal tefillah. Kalelis, therefore, the Nakud of Davening includes everything. All of the Nakudis in a person's Avaidus Anything that a person wants, not only in the physical world, but anything the person wants in Ruchni's as well. Ahav is Hashem. The person wants to acquire that Midah of Ahav is Hashem. There are different ways in Ahav is Hashem. Some, it's a have to feel the, to feel an have that comes from being grateful for all that Hashem Yisbaruch does for you. You have to daven that Hashem Yisbaruch should help you feel that. We have all we have so many brachas in our lives that doesn't necessarily cause us to love God. All the brachas that we have in our life that doesn't necessarily change us into people who are lo- who love the Rishon. Because even for that, it has to be with tefillah. The Rishon helped me to appreciate all that I have. Help me to see all the good that you do for me. Help me to help open up my heart that I should that I should be able to that I should be able to feel a love for you, an appreciation for you. It's all tefillah. 
or the second, the higher level of Ahava, which is Ahava She'enet Lui Bedava, the love to feel that the Baruch Shalom is our father. Not only because he does this or he does that, because Be'etzim, you, each and every one of us are, are a child of Hashem's Ruch. You have to ask Hashem for help to feel that. Or else time you don't feel it. You don't feel that the Baruch Shalom, that the Baruch Shalom is your father. You don't feel it. That's why it says in, in, in Eichel, it says, Yisayimim Hayinu Ain Of. We're like orphans without a father. That's how we feel. How could a person, when it comes to Ahavaz Hashem, to love Akadosh Baruch the most basic, the most basic way to feel is to feel that he's a father. But unless a person davens for that and works on it and works on it and asks Hashem Hashem, help me that I should feel this way, that I should feel the worst thing that could happen to a parent is to be forgotten by a child, right? Because the worst nightmare of any parent is that is that the child should forget a father or mother. But unless you daven to Hashem, help me that I should remember you and I should I should realize that you're my father. Without davening, it doesn't happen. Yiras Hashem. So everybody's trying to fight off the Yitzhar. I don't want to end up in this situation. This is a bad situation. But without Tfili, if the daven, the Rishon, help me that I should have your Shemayim, that I should be afraid of you. That I should possibly be afraid of you. That, that, that I should not... That I should remember that you're here every second and that I should be embarrassed not to do this very that I feel like doing. So even though in your head you have the right thoughts, this isn't a very I shouldn't do it. But that that's not a Kenyan on that Yerushalayim. Unless you daven strongly to Hashem Rishon, help me that I should feel that you're watching me, that I should see your eyes are here with me, and that and that you would be disgusted with me if I did this, you'd be upset with me, you'd be disappointed in me, and so on and so forth. With that feel, it's not going to happen. You might make it, uh, you might succeed sometimes, whatever, but a Kenyan, the Kenyan can only be with Tefillah. Rachamim, to feel compassion for other people. Talmud Torah, how you're doing in your learning, how much learning you do. Mitzvahs and so on. All of these things. All of these things have to come with davening. So, when we begin each day, the first thing that the Chazal and the first thing we should do when we wake up our eyes is to say some words to Hashem. That you, the second you open your eyes, you say, And then you have the, the, you have the brachas. It's the first thing when a person opens his eyes. Yeruch im shemesh. Yeruch im shemesh means that I, I feel you, I see you, I'm with you the second the sun rises. Yeruch im shemesh. In order for me to pass over through that time of darkness, of sleep, to the time of light, of waking up, you have to begin, the first thing that a Jew says is a tefillah. He says, ani the first thing you say, Shachazat ibn Ismasi, to say thank you to Akadosh Baruch Hu. K'day shadam yuchalul my Torah. You can't just start learning Torah. You can't just start learning Torah. K'mishet tzarek ha-metshach ha-yom yuchal ha-kayim. It says, K'mukhach shereishis ha-yom shal tiyah v'mahal shatfil. You have to begin. You begin with birchis ha-Torah. So in the morning, and so on. We have to, you say birchis ha-Torah. We have to daven. You can't just fall into it, even though it's a good thing. Davening is a good thing. You can't just you can't just open up and start davening, and start learning rather. You can't just start learning. You have to have you have to have a tire. Because if you begin with davening and you ask Hashem to help you learn this day, 
Rebbe help me make a panosa this day. Rebbe help me be good to other people this day. Rebbe help me not to not to be tested and not to fail everything's with a tefillah that's how you start the day and that carries you through the day but it's not enough just to daven once in the morning on page Kofi Yudchaz see that's our problem we were raised in such a way that you daven in the morning then you finish you finish till Mincha you're done talking to God you finish till Mincha that's a very, very big mistake. Especially since our davening shachar is not too great either. If the shachar would be some, you know, some terrific shachar, it's not mela, it could get you for, it could get you through a couple of hours. But without shachar, that's not really gonna, that's not really gonna list. <coughs> by the time you're ready, by the time you kiss the mezuzah of the shul and you're ready, you know, out of the building, it's very, very, very hard. And everybody knows the nisyanis that a person has just that they go on the train, if they go any place, all the nisyanis could be, you could be. You could be a minute after davening and you're looking at the wrong things, you're on the phone saying things in a way you shouldn't say it. Whatever it is. It's the tefillah doesn't have for us, the shachas doesn't have that power to, to to take us through the day. Therefore, there's only one eitzah. Since we can't have anything without davening, it means in Kol Hayom you have Mahalash The whole day has to be in a mahalach of tefillah. The whole day. So it's not just enough to say Birchasatar in the morning. If you want to learn that day, you're going to learn. So, so before you sit down to learn, so you say Bechas in the morning. It's true, the Taisus and Brachas that even that even though Taisus says, Taisus discusses that how is it possible to make you make a Bechas in the morning? How does that? How is it that, that throughout the day you don't have to make another bracha? If you leave the sukkah and you come back in, you have to make another bracha, right? So how can it be that when it comes to Bechas you make one bracha in the morning, and that carries you through the entire the entire day? Into the night and so on to the next morning to with learning. So what about what about a hesrodas? So Taisus says that the Taisus says an amazing thing that really calls man. The person really wants to come back to learning. You want to be able to come back to learn. So you're not misir you're not misir das from the learning because you really really want to go back to learning. That means the guys the guy says bechzatayra at whatever six o'clock in the morning. He says bechzatayra. The next time he'll be able to maybe open up a safe is ten o'clock at night. Let's say it's a rough day. But there's always that feeling of Hadrachalan and Hadranaloch, I'm coming back to you, I'm going to return to you, right? I want to I want to learn, I just can't right now. And because of that, Al Pidin, the person does not have to make another Birchsatar throughout the day. Anytime he comes back to learning, it's settling right back into where he's supposed to be. But we know that in Ruchnius we don't feel that way. We don't feel that way. In Halach it's true. There is such a thing, there's a very, very deep part inside each and every one of us that would rather learn than do something else. So therefore, I don't have to say another Birchzatayr. You know, it's Machlok Sishana, but with Lamaisa, we don't have to say another Birchzatayr. But can you imagine how different learning would be? Is every time that you sit down to learn, you would begin with a short tefillah. Hu yiftach li yibayna b'sar asa. V'yosem li yibayna havasa yir asa. V'yosem li havasa yir asa. The Chavetz Chaim used to say that we have such a beautiful bracha in the morning. Where we daven, we daven that the Rishon should help us learn Torah. The whole thing is This is that's what a person davens for, and that's what we ask for. And if we, and if we would only live with that, when it comes to learning, the Chosheim spoke about how a person asks for, for all these wonderful things, and then the Rishon gives them to you, and you don't use them.
You don't use them. So, if we would stop for a minute before we learn, for, for 30 seconds, a minute before a person learns, with a tefillah, that the learning should be with Hatzlach, and help me to understand. I only have a version of today, I have a half hour to learn. I have a half hour to help, help me that this half hour should have children and grandchildren. That the half hour should be a geschmacky half hour, and that I should be able to concentrate. I should be able to understand what I'm learning. It should be, and it should affect me when I'm learning. It should help me when I'm learning, and so on. If a, a, a person is in the middle of learning, you take off five seconds to, to daven. Then there'll be a keen to that tire. It'll be a different tire. It'll be a, it'll be a totally different daven, a different tire, <coughs> rather a different learning. You keen the mitzvahs when it comes to doing a mitzvah. When it comes to doing a mitzvah, to ask Kodesh Baruch to daven for two, three minutes before a mitzvah. And all the other things that you do during the day. If the things that you do during the day, if it goes together with the tefillah, so, so after we finish here, so some, you're going to have to have some phone call, you can have a meeting, whatever it is. Just see, yes, the Shalom, help me, Rabbi Shalom, that it should be good. Being good doesn't mean, I don't know if I'm going to make money from this, I'm not going to make money, but it should be, I shouldn't be nichshul in saying things that are not true. I shouldn't be nichshul, God forbid, in saying anything that would hurt another person in business. I shouldn't be nichshul looking at something that's not nice. Because if I have to meet somebody or to go somewhere, help me, Rabbi Shalom, that it should be in, 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 a, in a kosher eifin. And help me that if you want me, if you think it's good for me to have this money and to make this deal, that it should be gleich, it should go smoothly, it shouldn't be with all kinds of things. I shouldn't have to make up stories or to exaggerate or to lie or to say diburim that are not holy in order to make a panasa. If a person lives with tefillah, then, then you have a Kenyan, even though it could be that then you don't get that deal. Because why? Because he didn't want to say something that wasn't true. Because I understand it. I don't know anything about business. But I figure that if you're in business, then you have to sometimes make things sound better than they really are. Isn't that part of being in business? Sometimes? Once or twice a year, you have to do that. <laughs> you have to make something sound so gewaldic, so gewaldic. So... If it's not, if it's someone that's not Jewish, it's less of a shailah halacha how to do that. But if you if you have a customer to eat and you're making something sound a certain way, and it's the is not that way. So even though even though uh, even though there's a, the the, the, the talks about in Avos Chesed and the other and the post can talk about that a person's obviously. It's this sugi of Gnei Nas. We're not going into the sugi in halacha now. These are dinim chayshem mishpat. How to deal with shailus of chayshem of, of Gnei Nas, and how to present something like Gemara talks about that the guy, the, you know, the butcher that he makes the he makes the meat look look nice and red and fresh, right? <coughs> he he uh, gets the blood going over there to make it look like it's kevaldi. So there are these. This is a sugi of Gnei Nas. And the person obviously you're working, you need to learn halacha to know what you're allowed to say, what you're not allowed to say. But but if a person davens the Bereshit. I shouldn't be nichshul and diburim to hurt another person, and 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 if you and and to, to help me that I should do the right thing. That even though halacha permits me to try to build up my thing, but it shouldn't be in such a way that God forbid that another that another Jew should should God forbid lose money because of me. I should get stuck with something that's not good because I made it in such a way, and then and then and then what's going to happen? And, and you ever think about that? If you're selling something, and you make a whole big 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 thing, and it's not true. And then some other yid ends up with this, and then it could hurt his life on so many levels because he trusted you, because you're a good salesman, and you're able to talk him into something. So you have to daven that you shouldn't be nichshul and dibur mavis. You shouldn't be nichshul in, in, in hurting another Jew, to be a another person. It's, <coughs> it's not kedai to make 
to make a, a million dollars if it's going to go after mess somebody else's life. But nobody would want to do that. But but we have to you have to dominate with the tefillah not to hurt another person with your because you want to be much slich you shouldn't hurt somebody else. So so then you have to dominate. Help me to believe that if I do it the right way I could still be much slich. And that that's the only hashlach that I have. Help me to believe that because it's very hard to have a money like that. Because when they prepare you to go into business or they give you speeches in business I don't know how it works but I would assume that they tell you how how to make a sale and how to be a salesman and how to uh, you, uh, you probably I probably don't know you're laughing because I don't know anything about how it works you know Lemaisa but they probably probably to be a good salesman it's not with such a cheshman uh, nefesh and if you make a cheshman nefesh it can mess you up but the emphasis is if a person believes that, that the Rebbein does not want me to have one penny on some other person's cheshman that I should hurt another person. It can't be that the Rebbein wants me to have that money. That means if I if I make that money, because I'm not honest, and I make that money, so that money means, even though it looks like it's mine, because now it goes into my account, and now I could give my credit card and get another toy for my kid, or I can get another flight to Israel or something that I want to do, or I could buy another car. So it looks a bit the emphasis that this, it's not that this world is not what it is, and it's not a Kenyan Amit. You don't have a Kenyan in that money. It wasn't really yours. If it came with Gnevis Das, then it's not your money. So it means, I, you bought things with it, and the police are not going to go after you because it's your money. But there's another Jew sitting someplace that has a Chalisa Sadas that you messed up his life. So that you can't have a Kenyan in any of those things that you have. It won't give you any Simcha. And you won't have anything good that comes from it. But that's, that requires a, a tremendous amount of Amunah. But that's with, with Tefillah. It's only with Tefillah. And to Davin that you shouldn't say the wrong things. Even though that they'll think that I'm a Batlan. You know, means there are ways in Allah you don't have to say, if I were you, I wouldn't buy this. You know? Even though maybe that could be a very good pitch. Maybe that maybe that maybe that'd be a good way to, to but there are ways in Halacha how to talk and how to act and whatever. We have to be Jews. But it won't have a kim unless it's with Tvila. So Tvila has to be throughout the day. But at least, at least, he says, if you begin the day, and the erasures, the beginning of a person's day is not with tefillah. Or the beginning of your learning Torah that day is not with tefillah. The beginning of when you come into work. Every single day when you come into work, it takes 10 seconds. When you, when you sit down, before you pick up the phone, before you pick up your paper, look, whatever you're going to do that day, just a tefillah 10 seconds of Rosh should be, Rosh held that today should be, it should be a mutzlach dika day, it should be with hatzlach. What does Hatzlochah mean? It means it should be Hatzlochah in, in Gashmias that I should make, I should be able to make some money today, Aleph. And it should be Hatzlochah in Ruchnias that in order for me to make money I shouldn't be in Nishal, in Diburim, or seeing things, or hearing things that I shouldn't hear. I shouldn't hear things that are wrong, or that are not, that are not true, or things that I shouldn't be saying things that are not true, and so on. Allah Har, when you work in a firm, when you work together, people could get in all kinds of things, all kinds of things behind the scenes. You want to make yourself more money. You want to be machshe of yourself in the eyes of a, of a partner, of a boss. You could say things to make somebody else look bad. Which in Shemaim is a terrible, terrible thing to make someone else look bad. Because you think you're going to get ahead if you make somebody else look bad. You can have somebody that's working next to you for 20 years. You think he's your best friend. And he says to the boss things that, that make you look not so good. And how would you feel if you, if you knew that, you, that someone that is a friend of yours is saying things to the boss to make you look not so good? You'd be very, very, very hurt. So you have to catch yourself. Are you going to say something to another guy in the, in the, in the, in the office 
you're going to say something that makes something just in a slight way. You didn't say anything bad. You just made a, a, a little comment or you gave a certain look. When the guy said, you know, I think I'm going to put Yankel on that, on that case. I'm going to put Yankel. And you say, Yankel? All right. <laughs> That's all. Yankel? That's all it is. So your mafchis, you're lowering the uncle in the eyes of the boss. Just it could be a notch, but it's the thing in the head of the boss. And when it comes time to give out bonuses, it comes time to give money. So he thinks the uncle is already you made that, that uh, he already heard something. It puts a thought to the person's head and it makes the uncle less choshev. And if it's one dollar less for the uncle because of you, you would you would say to those children, to the wife and to the children, the uncle's wife and children, that I'm the one that that, that because of me I was. That I, I was I, I, I said to Burum to to make a boss feel less for your father. You wouldn't want that. But a person has to. You don't think of it. You don't think of it. But if you if you daven for that, and you sit you sit down and you chant, say, Boshim, help me. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't say anything to hurt anybody anybody else in the office. And that because I want to become, I because I think that I'm going to become happy, or my wife wife will be happy if I'm making more money. So that's what I think, even though that itself is a is a very very big mistake. But if I think that, then at least I shouldn't get so I shouldn't get so confused to think that that my money is important that it's kedai for me to hurt another Jew with, with anything that I say. Then it'll be a different day, the whole day. Then you'll have a kinyan on that day. The day will be you'll feel like this was my day. Not that you look back at the after the day and say, I don't know, stuff happened, stuff happened. Stuff happened today. It wasn't so good. Because when you don't dive, you don't have control over the day. And I don't mean shachas. If you don't, if you don't have tefillah through the day, you don't have a kinyan on what happens during the day. The day, the day gets control of you. You're not in control of the day. But if you go with tefillah, if you go with tefillah, so then you have a kinyan on what happens during the day. You're kind of that. And even though it's hard not to be nechshol. But you have, if you work and you work and you ask Rabbi Shalom, help me. You help me, Rabbi Shalom. So then, it's talking about that person should be nichshul and looking at the wrong things. You're working in an office. I hope you don't mind me saying things that I don't, because I don't mean about any yachad. I'm saying for tziba. But everybody has to work on that. You work in this. You're in an office. You're in a place. I, I, I don't, I don't have these, no, these nisyanis. I don't have any ladies. I don't, you're working in an office. We have women that are not the women. I don't know if they're all from here. I don't know who's here. If even if they are from, do they dress right? Do they dress? Do they talk right? And do they look right? And who, all of these things. How your wife would feel if she knew that you're looking at something you shouldn't look. How the Baruchim would feel if you're saying a word that you don't need to say. You don't need to be. You need to be friendly with girls that work in the office. You need to be friendly. You need to be dignified and to be. You need. To, you need to be dignified and to be courteous. There's a difference between being courteous and being friendly. I leave it up to mature people to, to know what the chiluk is between being courteous and being friendly. I was talking to Bacha today that uh, that uh, found out about found out through the email emails that his father has with a girl from the office from the father's office. Unbelievable, unbelievable hashchasa that his father he saw he came to me to cry today. He found out emails from his father to the lady in the office. That the father sends about meeting about things that they did and they're going to do that his father sent to this. This not from the shul anybody. It's not from the shul. Somebody, but Bacha came from from Flatbush. Bacha came to cry. He wouldn't talk to his rabb about it because he's embarrassed from his rabb. The father gives a shear in the shul. The father gives a shear in the shul. 
and the Bacha comes, he finds emails. Because the brother knows how to work the computer very good. So the brother knows how to, he, he, started, he saw something funny on the computer, wrong hours, they looked like funny hours or something, I don't know how it works, and he was doing it, and the brother knows computers, and he went a little bit, he was Darish for Haike, and he came and he found pornographic things with his father, with the, with the lady from the office. No. So, so now this the Bachelor. So, you think that a person doesn't know? You think your wife doesn't know? If you, your wife knows. Your wife knows. I'm not talking about such extreme things. It's very, very strange. But I'm saying, even to look at or to talk to, to, to schmooze, you don't schmooze with a lady in the office. You don't schmooze the lady. You're just courteous. Like, you don't schmooze the lady. So then you think, yeah, but I'm not going to be able to matzliah because then think that I'm, they think that I'm a chnyak. And that what? That I can't then that I, I can't be Matsliach in the office unless I schmooze with the with the secretary, I schmooze with the girl in the next cubicle. I can't be Matsliach in the office. That's all that's all because we're not we're not Mamina. You think the Barisha wants to make a panasa by having to, to be unfaithful to a wife? Or to unfaithful to our Nishamas? To look at somebody and to talk to schmooze again to be family with somebody. To be family with some some lady an some girl. Please. Then, and you think that if you don't talk a certain, I hope you're not going to get upset at me for saying these things. I, I don't have a kapada. If you do have a kapada, that's also not the Ratzon Hashem. You should have a kapada. <laughs> you know, I might might not be the Ratzon Hashem that I talk so openly. That, that's my own parasha. But you certainly shouldn't have a kapada on me because I'm not saying God forbid to criticize. I'm saying it with chaverim to because because only because chaverim themselves tell me how how work is a sign. I'm not talking about meridian this place. But whatever a person has to go to work, it's it's. It, it's it's a nisayin to be at work. There are all kinds of nisayinus, but these nisayinus, especially when it comes to arayus, the the, the of an association of girls. If you don't think that it's nisayin, it means you're in big trouble. If you don't think that you're having any nisayinus, it means it's God forbid, it's very 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 bad. But 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 if a person leaves davens, the girl next to you, in the in the even though you should make it that there should be no girls next to guys. But if they, let's say there's a girl next to you, so then, so then if, if you at least daven that you shouldn't have a shaykhist there, you shouldn't have a shaykhist, you shouldn't have to look at her, you shouldn't have a shaykhist there. Again, to be courteous, have a nice day, a good Shabbos, but you shouldn't have a shaykhist there. Then it makes, if you do that, then it makes, if you daven for that, you'll see that it'll make it less geshmak, and it'll be less geshmak to shmuz. If you live with tefillah. But if you think that you just say it in the morning, shaykhist, the Lord of the day, out of it, the Lord of the day, the Lord of the day, if, and you think that that shachris that you said at 6 o'clock in the morning and now it's 11.30 in the morning and there's some pretty girl next to you in the next uh, desk and that because you said you think that's still working for you at 11.30 in the morning it's not working anymore it would work if there would be a hemshech of tefillah if you'd come in when you'd sit down you'd say please I'm not strong on this yonis Help me with it, and help me. I shouldn't, I shouldn't look at the wrong thing. You shouldn't have the wrong machshavas. Shouldn't have the wrong machshavas. So that's when a person lives with when a person lives with tefillah. When a person lives with tefillah, it's a different sewer of life. It's a different way to live. I'm just giving examples that that we can understand that that lamaisa that it's a different way to to live that way. Then you have a Kenya on your Shemaim. Then you kind it. Then you don't lose your you don't lose your mind during the day. And then then you go at night and you look at, then you look at your wife and you feel bad if she knew that I was 
that I was flirting with somebody, I was looking at somebody. Maybe if she knew, she knows. And the Shama for sure knows. And it makes this is what makes a kriyus. It makes a coldness in so many of their husbands and wives. The shalom bias is not from the, what the wife what the wife sees. The shalom bias is from what the wife knows. That's the problems with shalom bias is not from what the wife sees. Sometimes, but it's a lot from what the wife knows. Maybe she knows. She doesn't know that I. She doesn't know that I enjoy that extra ten seconds with a pretty girl in the office. She doesn't know that I was on the phone a little bit too friendly with somebody, some lady. She doesn't know that. But there's Shafat, she knows. You think that you think the problem with Shalom Bayes is because you didn't take out the garbage or because you came home a half hour late. Your wife wouldn't be upset about that. I mean, you should do everything nice, but your wife wouldn't be upset about that. She's upset because she because her neshama knows that that day at work you were you were looking at that girl. Or that day at work you spent a little bit you were a little bit too friendly and flirtatious. And, the, and your wife knows that. So Mimela, if you if you're not so good with the garbage, if you're not so good with coming on time, or you or you didn't take care of, uh, you didn't call up, uh, you know, uh, uh, Uncle Sal and said to wish him a good Shabbos, and you, how come you didn't call him? So your wife, you think that's why people get divorced? The wife knows when the husband's not faithful, and the shaman knows that the husband that the husband wasn't faithful. On whatever level of faithfulness, I'm not talking about God forbid, like this Bacha with the father what he did. I'm talking about even on a very, very, very idle in a very idle way. You're talking too much and you're looking too much and you're being a, you're, you're thinking about how do you look. You think how, how do you look because there's a pretty girl in the next desk or whatever. So you want to look a certain way. You want to all of these all of these machshavas. Your wife knows them. And that's and then later on when there's an issue that comes up, you have a disagreement about the kids, you have a disagreement about the car, you have a disagreement about the in-laws of Christ. It becomes very, 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 very big. Because a wife can't be civil then. A wife can't be civil if the husband's not 100% for her. And it causes, and the shaman knows that, and it causes a kriyus, a coldness to come between people. You have to daven that. So Davin, to, to remember, to remember, my friend was working. I told him I had a friend that was working in a big firm. So the, the, there was a there was a guy. He was in the next desk. There was a guy, and the guy told him that. What the guy, he didn't tell him. The guy was going out with girlfriends during lunch, and the guy would come back and tell and tell my friend, as a firm boy, would tell him that he he had he did mice with this girl during lunch. He went there. You think I went to eat? I didn't go to eat. I went. I did this. I did that. I mean, the guy was saying this. So. So my my so my friends pointed to him that he has on the desk. He has a picture. His, this guy has a picture of his wife and children on his desk. So my friend, after hearing like a couple of mice, and so my friend said, "How do you like? Uh, how do you feel about that? You have the picture here. Your wife and kids are right here on the desk." So he said, "This is what, so this is what the guy said. What do you think my wife is doing during lunch?" <laughs> and she also has my picture on the desk. <laughs> So here, what a person to live like that. So in other words, it's not they call it by the government. It's they have an open relationship, and you can still have a picture on it. But we we have the we the children of, of Avmisak and Yaakov, so we don't have such things. But so you have a picture on your desk. It's good to have a picture of your wife and children on the desk. Everybody should have a wife and healthy children, wife and children. Yeah, it's good to have a picture on the desk, but not but but you have to look at it. And you have to remember, you have to daven to to help me remember this person. You know, married 10, 15, 20 years to help me not to forget. Because she's looking at me right now too. Not only the Rebbeinu is looking, she's looking. And she hears every word that I'm saying at the office. And 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 
she would never ever do that. She'll never, God forbid, do something like that to, to flirt or to talk to somebody. And and you owe that to her. And you owe besides it to yourself and to the Vayish law. But the way to be kind of this is with tefillah. I hope that everything I said until this whole thing I just said is not negate to anybody here. But it's very unlikely that it's not negate. Because it's for anybody that's in the world, it's negate. If you think that you could have a connection to God without davening, in other words, that, in other words, just I'm going to get, I'm going to overcome my yitzhar. You're in this eternal wrestling match with your yitzhar, and 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 it's the same picture that I was just drawing. This this horrible picture of of uh, you know the temptation of the devil everywhere you turn in life, except with, instead of tefillah, you just are you just hoping. That my Yetzirah Tov is going to have a good day. It's not the same thing. You don't just hope. You daven. You daven. You say tefillah to Shalom. You say tefillah to Ibn Shalom. Hayzamamish kama moshul sheskano alamoycha akane bakbukeshti. It's the same thing. It's the exact moshul that the guy could give you a, gl- a bottle of uh, soda and you, you don't. It's, you don't. If you don't put out your hand, it falls on the floor. That means the Bershom could be giving you that day all kinds of siyata d'shmai. The Rebbe is giving you a, a koyach of his garbus that Yetzat Toyu should be strong and that you shouldn't be nirshal. The Rebbe is giving you that day uh, that you can have a good day and you're not going to be nirshal. But if you didn't, if you didn't daven for it, then that's the Yetzat that he had ready for you. It had your name it said on, on the on, uh, it said your name, uh, you know Moshe Tzvi ben ben Saralaya. And it said Moshe Tzvi ben Saralaya. And it says it on. And the Ben Shalom says, "This is an Ashpah I'm sending into Moshe Tzvi's day. Ashpah of what? Of kedusha, of kedusha and tahara for Moshe Tzvi. Why? He has an elter zayde that the Ben Shalom has not, that said that this guy's elter zayde. Moshe Tzvi was hacking me today." In Shemaim, that I should watch out for my take, give my great grandson some help. He's having a hard time with a girl next door. In the, in the, so the, so the Bereshit said, okay, this the Delta Zayde Moshe Tzvi was Neil Chayid. So 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 the Bereshit so he said, Bereshit help my help my kid out today. Don't be tired. So the Bereshit can't say no to the old Moshe Tzvi. He was Neil Chayid, right? So the Bereshit is Mashpia Chef for that day to the new Moshe Tzvi to the to the young Moshe Tzvi. So the verse is Mashpia Shef of Kedusha that what you should be strong that day. But unless you unless you daven. So it's the same thing, the Bhishwam reaches out the bottle, it says on the bottle, Kedusha and Tahara. Bhishit Sri doesn't daven, Bhishit Sri just left shul and he comes to the office, do 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 and everything is great. And there's that girl. And he's Nikshul and, and the Altis Aid says, What happened? I asked you, Bhishwam, I asked you so many times, help my Sri, my namesake, help my Sri. So the Bereshit says, I gave, him a, I gave him a whole bottle of Hashpah, Mamish, Kedush and Tahara, for this day, for Yud Aleph, Macheshvan, the, the Yod Sad of Rochli, made of the Mari Naim's Yod Sad. I gave this day, Yud Aleph, I gave a big Hashpah of Kedush and Tahara to Moshe Tzvi. Yeah, but I see, uh, but now with the, 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 this Elta Zayi is sitting there, and they're looking down, and they see that, that Moshe Tzvi is there with the secretary, right? He's saying, and uh, giving you a talk about maybe maybe you could become more religious if we talk more often, you know, and they be care of you and so on. And uh, in Shemai, they know the truth. It's not in the care of anybody, is it? So, so the Elter Zedi says to the Bereshit, "I asked you. You said to me, he said, I gave him a shefa, and then he, the Bereshit shows him that around Moshe Tzvi on the floor in the office, there's a broken bottle of all the pieces, and each piece says on it, Kedusha Tahar, Kedusha. It's on the floor. Because why? Because he came out of shul, he walked into the office. Fine, he didn't say, Bereshit, be must be, that help me that I should that I should have that I should be able to be an elochiyid today.'" 
and to say in your own words, not just what you said in davening in the siddur in the morning, but to say Rishon, that I should have a hashpah, that I shouldn't be nirsul with a girl. That I shouldn't be nirsul. So the Rishon says that, that, that I gave my hashpah. But the Rishon created the world in such a way like we learned from the beginning. Just like Hashem created the, all the grass and the leaves and the, everything, the trees, but He kept it in the earth, right? Lehim to Hashem. Until 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 man came to Davin, as Rashi says, the beginning of Chumash. Nothing happened until man Davin. That means the Barsham gave everything. It was all set up. Everything was set up. The Barsham sets up everything. But without Tefillah, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It has to be with Tefillah. Right? The Adam Sarach Liknes La'atzmai. Hergel. That's why he says a person has to, work, has to become used to this. To be kind of a Hergel. A habit. To become used to it. That throughout the day, that his mouth should be muttering. He should be saying little tefillas. Five second tefillas. Fast tefillas. And you always say it. All these tefillas should not be, I hope Hashem helps me. No. You don't say it, Hashem helps, should help me. You say to Hashem. As we're learning throughout the Sefer, it's the only way to daven. Not about Hashem, about my problems. But you say to the Rebbe you get up in the morning. You get it, you leave the home, you go to daven. What other people in the world have tefillahs for tefillahs? Only we have such a thing. Right? That you daven, that you should be able to daven. In Ken Kais, when you're walking to Shul, you're driving to Shul, Kais, oh, Lespala, Tfila, Kodima, Tfila, Lespala, Barishal, Shuch, Lespala, Barishal, help me that I should be able to daven good. I'm asking you to help me that I should be able to daven. Shatila, Tzalila, Sadas, that I should have a clear head when I'm davening. I shouldn't, in the middle of davening, you know, like when, like the Maisha of the Baditch, when he gave the person the Baruch Abba, you know, that he's coming, and, 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 welcome to Baditchev. And the Yid said, Rabbi, I never left Baditchev my whole life. So the Rebbe said to him, I know, but during Shemunesa, you were dreaming about being in Leipzig by the fear. So I just wanted to welcome you back to Baditchev. Baruch Abba. So what does it mean? Because the Rosh Hashanah said that a person is where his Machshavas are. That's where you really are. You're not really where your body is, because the body is much less harsher than the Neshama. So where are you? You are where your thoughts are. So it means, it means can you imagine it would be like that in Shul? It'd be like that in Shul. There'd be like a, on top of, let's say every daven on top of each person is like a little screen, and it would flash like on the screen where you were during Shemun Esrei. You know where you were during Shemun Esrei. It'd be crazy. It would be a crazy thing. All these different things. This guy's like in the post office. His wife said, "Make sure to pick up." Stand. This one says, "Go to the Makola." Your wife said, "You have to pick up milk." This one's this one. This one's like uh, you know at that meeting, that that twelve o'clock meeting, you know, with some gear or something. And all these things. That's already not so bad. There could be other things there, but that's already not so bad. But everybody has like a little screen over his head. So it's very hard. If the daven the Rishon, I should Sadas. I should be able to concentrate. I should I shouldn't have come to the, the the time of davening is when the head becomes most filled with other things, most filled with other things. You don't have it like that. You, you, a person's a person's up to bat. You're playing you know you're playing a softball you're whatever. And you're, you don't find that when you're standing up to bat that you that you start to think about like a client or something, or you start to think about picking up the kids from school. You're thinking about that. You're looking at the at the picture and you're trying to focus and you're thinking. 
you're trying to but davening is very very hard davening is hard <coughs> so you have to ask Hashem not just to help you because without the Baruch himself you can't without the Baruch giving you can't have a clear head at all there shouldn't be anything that bothers you from outside. You know, I think there's so many times, I think of this, you know, you, you, sometimes you're in shul and somebody has their cell phone that goes off, you know? So that happens. It's a very annoying thing when the cell phone goes off. It happens to me a lot of times when I'm speaking. You know, they, they first will announce, please, everybody turn off their cell phones. Please, everybody. If you do this in Borough Park, it's mamish. Unbelievable! It's a special chain in Varapa that there. That let's say you're talking, especially if you're talking to ladies. Hello? <laughs> Not only is a ring. In other neighbors, they usually will run out. They'll turn it off. Hello? Yeah, yeah, Balt Kim and Aheim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out loud. And I've I've had this happen with it when I'm giving your shit to a thousand people. <laughs> a thousand people. And the other ladies go, no, 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 no. And she goes. Like that, and everybody's just standing there. Like uh, special, it's a special school. Try that. Try speaking publicly in Bar Park. You can't get angry because they're so sweet. And everybody's like nice and sweet. And, yeah, but 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 it's a funny it's a funny thing. But you know what? I think so. I was always getting I get annoyed with that. You know, because you because I lose my train of thought. It's very very hard when you have things and going off. Then you see by chasna by chuppah sometimes it's an avla people. Talking on the cell phone, they ask you to turn off it doesn't turn because you don't remember yours is on it or something else goes off the and even after other people go off, you still goes. But I was thinking lately, I saw, I saw, I was finding myself getting very annoyed with this business. So then I was thinking that I don't have see either dishmai. It's not that person has his chesham why he left the phone on. It's not that's their own chesham. But how come I wasn't zayichet to, to that it shouldn't be that I shouldn't be interrupted with the cell phone? That's a, that's you have to daven that there should be nothing to interrupt you when you when you're going to talk. Or you're going to daven. Because there are things from outside, there are things from outside that, that could bother you. I remember when I, when I remember I had a Rebbe in tenth grade. He's a very, very, very big London. He's not alive anymore. A tremendous Talmud He was one of our Baruch Bear's biggest Talmud. And I remember that we were sitting, and he was working on this Shia. We were learning about Mitzia, and he was working on this Shia. And it was he's a big London. And it was just like at the high point of the of the pshat, and there was only like six minutes left of the shear. And all of a sudden, it was already like a May, a big bee came in to the class. A big bee came into the class, and the guys right away, you know, it was one of those like those kind of they like they're so they're so confident that they don't even go fast. You know what I'm saying? This bee like was so fast. You know the kind of like they just. They just like go slow, and they look around and everybody starts. So all the guys like like start to duck and like and move away from the gemara, and everybody's like starting to get. And 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 Rebbe was going like he was saying that, and it was like he was working on this for two hours this shot, mamish for two hours, and it was all like falling apart the last five minutes because this big. And and I remember it made such a rush I meet some of my friends. We still talk about it. So I remember that. The Rebbe, so the Rebbe saw what's going on. He saw there was this huge bee sitting over there, and and I, I to this day I don't know. He went over, and he and he went over to this, and it was it was just sitting on a, on like two desks away. But and this kid already was standing up. He wasn't sitting there. The kid was standing up like this, and the Rebbe went over there just like that. And he went, and he took the bee, he took this bee in his hand, and he said he says you think he says to us, he says, 
barely English when he spoke. He says, "You think that the Eight Sahara can only come like like the goyim, like a, a, with ears or you know, the fork?" He says, "He says that to stare that we shouldn't be able to learn that the Eight Sahara comes like this to stare that we shouldn't be that we shouldn't be able to learn. That's all that." And not to pay attention to such a thing, and to and to and he, and he went to, to the window and he, and he and he threw out this thing. We were like, wow, that was like a mafis, <laughs> you know. He threw out. But you have to have siyata d'shma. You have to daven that you shouldn't be bothered from learning. You shouldn't be bothered from learning. You think when a, a child you're trying to learn, and then the child cries in the middle, and you can't, and you have to stop learning. So you get annoyed with the kid. A kid doing what he's supposed to do. That kids, they cry. <coughs> but that you should dive and that you should be able to learn for an hour and should be you should have a quiet hour without being interrupted, without being interrupted. That's also all the siyata d'shmaya and the Rishonim to to give you the hashpah. So it could be that the Rishonim gave you for that day that you should be able to learn. Maybe not zayich. Maybe not zayich. You didn't daven. You didn't. You didn't daven. So and even so, even though you daven, so might not come out like that. So I started more to daven because when I go to speak someplace, it shouldn't be because of the cell phones. You don't know unless you're unless you're speaking publicly, you don't know what it means like when you're trying to make a point, and it starts to go like, uh, and it's not even just a ring. It comes like one of those silly, you know, so silly within a gun. I don't even know why people do like why do mature people make on a nigga in their phone? Aren't you embarrassed when someone hears like that silly nigga? Like I don't know, but uh, people do that. I don't know. You just make it a ring, I guess, because you have to be able to identify your. Thing from someone else because if it rings, then everybody has a ring. I, I don't know. I try to understand. I, my kids like to have a niggin on, but I don't know why any adult would have like a whole silly niggin. Then they run out with the ears red from from an office or from school because it's playing something like, you know, like uh, you know, some, some Hello Dolly or something, and they run out from some niggin. I don't know. Such a hess of ass people like that. It's, 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 but anyway, but. Yeah, I, I, now I tried. So I find myself. I'm not so upset anymore. So I try to be better about it. I'm still not so good at, it, but but especially I'm still. I, I, in general, I don't like to go anymore to talk so much in different places. But during the me true, I always have to go to places. So, so I so I, I worked on it that I should daven that it shouldn't go off. Instead of instead of just letting it happen and being annoyed, so I tried to daven. So you know what? It still happened. It happened. I feel it happened much less this last time. I think maybe people stop becoming more. Better, maybe better about it, but it happened much less, happened much less, and then when it happens, so instead of getting angry at that person, I feel more like that. Okay, that was my, I wasn't zayichet. My feel, you know, that it wasn't. I, I davened that it shouldn't go. So before I go and I davened that it should be. It was before I go to talk b'tziba, so I have, so I have. My, my wife once gave me a, a beautiful present that she had painted. This, she had a lady in Farak who's not alive now, but she had this lady paint. A tefillah from Nasan Berslov to help to tefillah to that when you say words of Torah that it should help to open the hearts of other Jews and, and every day when I when I leave the house every day I say that it's right on the wall when I leave and I say that tefillah to ask the Baruch to help that there should be mashpia Torah to the Yidden and it should be without any gaiv it should be poshet and it should be true and it should be and they should be able to hear it and they should be able to say it and put the right dibur then you then you then you don't get so it, it helps a lot a lot when you go with tefillah. That you should that you should feel the whole day long that the Baruch is with you, and then what, if you're not mitzlich or something, so you don't get so upset, or if the phone went off, so you don't get so upset. I mean, it's the Nisayin, of course, it's always the Nisayin, but it, it makes it so much easier. It makes it so much better when you live the whole day with feeling. It, it's a different day. So that's why he says that you have to go through the day like this. You walk the shul, 
you daven, shiuchu, you should be able to daven, you should at least daven, there shouldn't be things bothering you from outside, well, like my Rebbe is saying, that bee that came in, there shouldn't be anything bothering you from outside, I know shema sa'ivah myself, but there are people that are standing around you in shul, so sometimes you have some, you have, you're, you're trying to daven, you have people next to you that are talking, they're not allowed to do that, but that's not your Indian so much to stop them from talking, because you know, nowadays if you try to stop someone from talking, they get very angry with you, and then, and they make a whole tumult, and they say bad things about you, and then, you know, whatever. So it's very, very hard. You have to leave it up to the, the Gaboyim or to the Rav, to the people to stop talking. I always say, I've said that many times in the shul, don't, don't discipline. You have to be very, very careful. You tell a person to be quiet, to be quiet. All right, there's a way to do it, how to do it. Shas uh, said it's never good to do it, because they don't, they're not makabu when they're in the middle of talking. They're not makabu. Right, that's, but, but you have to daven, that you, even if you daven, the version should be that I should be able to daven today. And it shouldn't be uh, people bothering me next to me. Obviously, you find that that's happening every single day. It's a sim that you should daven somewhere else, you know. There are people talking all around you. So you have to daven somewhere else. Or to daven in your house, whatever. But not to, not to daven where you can't daven, there are people talking. So, But uh, but you have to have siyat, you have to daven to the Rosh to help you with that. Not to help you, that he should give you that kayak, that you should be able to have, that you should be able to have quiet in davening. You should be able to concentrate in davening. That's, now that's the outside noise. What about the inside noise? If the Dava Rishon helped me, that the inside should be quiet. The inside should be quiet. Come on, tear this alive, Amachshava. Tear this alive, Amachshava. Somebody was somebody insulted. There was somebody from the shul that insulted a, 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 an older an older uh, person that was talking something during davening, and that person was very very insulted. He says, and he said, I didn't mean anything bad. I just said, good job, whatever it was. So that person insulted. So I, I said to that person, I said, you know, it's an older person. You have to be careful how you talk. You don't say to tell a person, an older person, that, you know, whatever. So he said, but he's bothering. I can't daven. He's supposed to be. He's making. He's talking during davening. I couldn't really talk. He said, good job. It was mean and talk to somebody. But but even so, it's an older person, and it bothers. So he's telling me he couldn't daven. So I, so I said, you mean all the noise inside of you you already took care of, but you're already holding by the noise outside of you? What about the noise inside of you? He said, the noise outside is a problem. So then you find a way with their how to do that, but the noise inside of you is, that's the noise inside, it's very, very hard. You have to dive into the branch from that the inside should be quiet. Not just the outside should be quiet, the inside should be quiet. If you turn to Hashem, you say, again, directly, and you write those spalas in it. You're going to shul. I want to daven to you, What else am I getting up for? It's still dark outside. Am I getting up crazy? I'm going to daven. I want to daven to you. And you dash, and you tell And I know that I have to daven. And I also know, and I read enough in Chazals, and I learned enough in the Sermon to know that the main thing of the day is davening. I know that. If you don't help me to daven, I won't be able to daven. I might say the words, but I won't daven. If I'm asking Rabbi Shalom, Rabbi Shalom, help me that I should to daven in the right way. After the brackets. Call Adam, write to us, Paul, Psuka, Dezimba, Kamashat, Sar. Everybody wants to daven. Is the right way? You want to get the Shemun Esrei without being, without being, um, uh, uh, um, without without being distracted and so on. 
When you order mitivah, nilcham emachshavus, pama chapam, roish adove ena eizer, and you see that every day in davening the thing machshavus, and you can't stop having machshavus, and you don't know what to do. On the mitzvahs, avoid the trichli yashalim betachlus. Don't just fight with that. Davening. Came to their adam ki esmal hulis palo. The shilshom is me knows I davened yesterday, and two days ago I davened. The whole palm he gives machshavus shefil nispal. Every single day, I have the I have thoughts, different thoughts that are coming into my head that don't let me daven. Forget about struggling about it during davening. By that time, there's usually there's nothing you could do. During davening, there's very little you could do, like the, like the tzaddikim said, like the time you said, that, the, that during davening, you have these machshavas, the more you fight with them, usually the more you think about them. It's very hard. But before davening, I'm trying ready two days. I'm always being bothered. I don't want it to be distractions. Azorli, help me. That all these things should go away. Azorli, do this day after day. It's not going to work the next day, but you do it day after day. Your whole davening is different. Before you daven. If you go to daven without a davening before the davening, then your davening is, not, is missing also davening. Then your davening is not a whole davening. If you didn't daven before davening, then your davening is not a davening. You'll see that the pnimius of your, you'll say the words, but the pnimius is not there. But when you daven for a tefillah, then you're kind of the tefillah, and then you come and you say the words, and it's a different tefillah. Or else it's just the outside of the chitzenius of the tefillah. You have to have a tefillah, a davening, that gives birth to davening. It's not that the davening should be just a piece of the day. Nefadis means a separate, independent piece of the day. Your tefillah has to come mitoich tefillah. Mitoich tefillah. What the Gemara says, what the Chesidim Yishonim, they used to be shoyin shachas and tefillah. They used to spend an hour before davening. What was an hour before davening? What does that mean? What does that mean? Okay, so different, there are different shotim, what that means. It could mean that that's Pesukidizim before Shemun Esmei. We're learning that in the... But... But shoyin shachas kodesh tefillah means that according to according to what some of the tzaddikim say means before you get to shul that doesn't mean an hour it means a minute or two an hour drag it doesn't mean an hour but in a minute or two but that should be with tefillahs with tefillahs so if you say the tefillah kodesh tefillah which is already printed in the siddur from Naim Elamalach that could also become part of tefillah but if it's your own words if it's your own words. So then, then it's then it, then, and you say it, and to Hashem is brought, then you'll see that the tefillah will be a different tefillah, will be altogether a different tefillah. Okay, there's a shovel. We'll work more on that.